satellites collecting weather data 24 hours a day. But it isn't just for weather forecasts. Governments are worried by the idea that we, humans, are changing not just the weather, but the global climate. They're funding massive research programs. Can we really affect the climate system? Are we causing this? With winds gusting at nearly 90 miles an hour, London has suffered some of the worst devastation since the hurricane two and a half years ago. The Pacific waves destroyed the beachfront, undermining... How could we influence global climate? More to the point, how can we possibly know if we are or not? Climate system is complex. It spans the whole Earth, it spans the ocean, the atmospheres, the ice masses, the solid Earth. It's a very complicated system, and in order to predict its behavior, we have to understand not only the atmosphere, not only the oceans, not only the ice masses of the Earth, but how these different components of the system interact. And that formidable challenge of understanding the interactions of all the components of the global system is the business of the science of climate. Predictions of climate change are emerging from sophisticated computer models. But there would be no models and no predictions without a theory. And models and theory are no use unless they're tested against data from the real world. Data, theory and model are all essential, as a lesson drawn from the history of climate research shows. Their objective was to see if they could discover patterns in the weather. And uh, they were uh, forward-looking enough to realize that in order to achieve this objective, they would have to collect weather observations uh, from, from, from a wide area. These sorts of observations were not that very much different in principle from the sort of observations which weather forecasters use today to predict tomorrow's weather. Here we have across the whole of Europe observations taken at the same time of the day, several times a day, using a standard set of instruments and using a standard protocol. These people were working in the dark to some extent. They didn't have the advantage that we have today of the uh, fronts and the air masses by which we can analyse synoptic charts. And I think to some extent they were disappointed because they were collecting all this information and they put it all together, but they were not able to see if there were any patterns emerging. Now, the unfortunate aspect of the Mannheim Observation Network was that it was relatively short-lived for about 12 years, from the 1780s through to the, the 1790s. But for that period, we have real instrumental data. So we can build on their endeavours now using modern techniques, using modern theory in order to understand the patterns more clearly. The Mannheim group recognised the fundamental need for accurate and reliable data, but they had data with no theory. Today we have more data, 
But now science has provided a theory, a model of the weather system. Fronts and anticyclones are individual weather events. Which brings up the next question. What then is climate? The climate is the uh, long-term average of all the weather events, if you like. So if we look at a period of 30 years or 50 years, if we then take all the weather that's occurred over those periods, the rainfall on a particular day, the sunshine, the warmth, or whatever it might be, including the extreme events, and we average those out over a long period, then that's what we describe as climate. But uh, it's not just a single figure which says a long-term average of 10 degrees or whatever it might be. It also represents the variability that will have occurred during that long period on a day-to-day, -day, a year-to-year or a decade-to-decade -decade basis.